will occasionally ask me if my husband and I work together on the business, and I politely explain that we made a decision a long time ago to be married rather than be business partners. I think that's a recipe for disaster, but my guest Paul Tompkins says there is a way to work effectively with your spouse, and so I was all ears. A quick word of warning about today's audio quality. I guess my internet connection was a little bit wonky, and so I don't sound really good. But don't worry, Paul sounds great, and he's really who you came to listen to. So I won't be offended if you fast-forward through some of my comments. Okay, here's the show. Welcome to More Than A Few Words, a marketing conversation for business owners. MTFW is a production of Roundpeg, and this is your host, Lorraine Ball. My guest today is Paul Tompkins, CEO of Flippin' Experts and Tranquility Realty. He is a successful entrepreneur, real estate investor, speaker, and coach. And one of the subjects that he speaks about is how to successfully work with your spouse. I'm all ears because this is something I have never figured out how to do. Paul, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. How are you doing today? You know, I'm having a fabulous day. And when we're done talking, I'm going to go home and hang out with my spouse, who I actually really like. I just don't want to work with him. So Uh, I'm guessing based on some of the stuff I've been reading about you, that you do work with your spouse. Yes, ma'am. I work with her every day of the week, 24-7. So how do you do it? Obviously, there are challenges with being able to separate work, family. If someone is thinking of going into business with their spouse, what words of wisdom would you have for them? Oh boy. (laughs) Um, How much patience do you have? Mm -hmm. Are you willing to put the other person ahead of you all the time, no matter what? And can you separate work from family, work from your relaxation time? Because a lot of people aren't disciplined enough to do that. And when you're an entrepreneur, especially, right, not just working for somebody else, but when you're an entrepreneur, whenever the job asks something of you, you have to respond or you have to say, hey, I'm in my family time. This can wait till tomorrow and be able to be disciplined enough to actually not pull it back out. Because if I pull something back out that, hey, it's six o'clock at night, we're done for the day and something comes across my email at seven. If I open my mouth to my wife and I say, hey, babe blah, blah, blah. And I ask her a question relating to work. I just pulled her out of her relaxation time, her family time, her downtime and pulled her back into work mode. So you're saying you have some, you got to have some clear guidelines about when the day starts and ends. What else would you suggest in terms of ground rules or definitions or just other things that you learned along the way that have worked really well? You can fess up and say a couple of things that maybe didn't. Yeah, I think I think our daily plan, like when her day starts and when my day starts, was a hurdle for us. My day starts at 5 a.m. She's not getting out of bed till 9. So it was very hard for me in the beginning to say, okay, I'm okay with her not coming out of the room from her coffee and us having a conversation about work till 9.30 when I w- I've been cranking since 5. Like, I'm just go, go, go. And on the flip side... She works at night where at six o'clock at night, I'm burned out. I've been running 13 hours. So having those boundaries set up, we had to work through them at first and then really hold ourselves accountable to it. But once I figured out 
okay, how can I utilize that time better? So for me, that's my quiet time. That's my workout time. That's my read my Bible time. That's my walk my dog time, play with the horses time, like whatever I, my reading, I, I do that because it's peaceful. It's quiet. She's not running around. The dog's not running around. So I separated myself. It's okay. This is where I can get my quiet work done. And then when she wakes up, we can work together on these tasks till four. And then, Hey, let's start turning my Paul off at five o'clock so I can download everything. And then if she wants to work on stuff later in the evening, because she gets up late, she'll handle all the design. She'll handle all the other stuff that she doesn't need me for in her time. And I think that's helped us a lot, but it, it took a while to get over that. Mm -hmm. You know, I had an assistant, her husband was a baggage handler and he, she, he used to get to the airport at like four 30 in the morning and she'd show up at work. Well, clearly I wasn't. So I would leave things at the end of the day. And then by the time I came in at 9.30, she had three to four hours, like you said. And there were all these things that were done. So I could start my day very productively. And so I think that balance that you're describing makes a lot of sense. But I imagine it also makes a lot of sense on the family side. Because you've got somebody who can be attending to non-business things. Definitely. We, we have 10 horses and a dog and we're getting ready to get another dog and we just we live on a, a beautiful ranch so for me for a family side of things i handle the horses in the morning i go out and i feed the horses check on the horses do this do that and then she has peace of mind on the family side that she doesn't have to get up and do that she's and then at nighttime she goes out and she handles that to where when i'm in my downtime I'm not worried about the horses or extracurricular activity or doing a, I'm ready to relax or have fun or something like that. It's not a personal chore. Um, so it works great. Um, and then being disciplined to not bring some, something back into work is very hard, especially we do real estate. So if, if an offer comes in on a house and you're excited about it, right. And if there, I mean, you can't do that because once you pull them out of that, it's very hard to get back into the relaxation or their off time. So, yeah. All right. So this is something that I think a lot of business owners in, just in general struggle with is taking time off. And now we have two principles in business and which is great because you have two minds working on all the problems that come up in the business, but you kind of want to go on vacation with your spouse. How do you balance that? And what challenges are there when you're pulling two people out of the business at the same time? Well, I think pulling two people out of the business at the same time, you have to have other people that you go back to the concept of, do you work for your business or does your business work for you? Mm -hmm. um, and in the beginning as an entrepreneur, obviously you're working for the business, right? You're growing it, you're grinding, you're doing what you have to do, but eventually you're going to get to the point where it's invading your personal space. It's invading, like you're saying, you're not working a 40 hour week, you're working 80, 85 and you have to hire a virtual assistant. You have to hire a personal assistant. You have to hire somebody to go buy your groceries. Whatever it might be, the things that you don't like to do, we farm out. And, and it blesses somebody else, right? They get to somebody else gets to have a job mm -hmm. doing stuff that we don't like to do. So it takes that burden, the stuff we don't like to do, off our plate, and it blesses somebody else to be able to have the hours and make the money to do that. So, um, for for us, it's always just trying to find that balance. But for us. Like, let's say we do work a 50, 60 hour a week because we have to this week. It's a grind week or we're trying to get a book released or we have to do some filming or something like that. Well, there might be a 60 hour a week 
But what we do is say, okay, I work till eight o'clock tonight. Let's take off half a day on Wednesday and be together and spend some time together, not in the business. And, and it's hard to do that. It's hard, especially when like I'm a go-getter. I will chase it. I will work it to death. But I have to be disciplined enough to say, okay, it's not fair for her to have to do that too, right? We both work till eight o'clock at night. We normally work till six. Let's go ahead and take a half a day on a, on a Tuesday or a Thursday and actually get our, our personal time back. And, and that's worked very well for us. That's really good advice. So last thing, is there anything else that you would suggest somebody who's thinking about starting a business and working with their spouse that they should consider? And are there things that would say that maybe you would say, you know what, you probably shouldn't do this? Sure. I, I think what works so great for us is because we both bring something to the table. She loves design. She loves staging houses and making them beautiful. I love buying houses. I love flipping and renovating the house and making it you know, the way that she wants it. So we're both bringing something very important to the table. And it's not me saying, hey, I have a house flipping business and I need you to do this. And it's not her passion or her dream. Yeah. Because now it's a burden to your wife or your husband, and that's the last thing you want because they're they're going to end up regretting you, right? It's not it doesn't fit in their dreams. I, I never thought about doing this ever, Paul. Why would I want to do it with you? Like, um, so so them living in their dreams and, and passions, whatever that might be. If it doesn't line up with your business, then I wouldn't do it because there's people out there that it does line up with their passion, their visions, and and it might be. They move twice as fast and they're enjoying it and they're always happy. So hire them versus dragging your wife or your husband into something that they really aren't passionate about. They're just doing it to help you. And then it turns into a five-year venture and they're like, oh my gosh, I should have said no day one. That's really good advice. If you're going to go into business with your spouse, it has to be the same kind of partnership that you bring to the other aspects of your marriage. Yes, cool. definitely. Awesome. Well, Paul, this has been amazing. It's great. Thank you so much. I am going to make sure that there's links in the show notes so people can find you. But where's the best place to catch up with you? Yeah, we own a company called Flippin Experts. There's no G on Flippin. It's just F-L-I-P-P-I-N experts.com. And they can follow us on social media. They can go to our website. Uh, we give a lot of free training away just to bless people. But Again, Lorraine, thank you for what you do in helping people um, take the next step and figure out things in their personal life. So it's a, 